Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is October 4th, 1946, and the title is Mad Dog. of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoop beats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Jonathan Collins was a victim of circumstances. He told the truth in court when he said that he was innocent of any crime. But there was overwhelming evidence against him. He was found guilty and sentenced. <coughs> Daily toil on the rock pile kept his muscles strong, but his spirit was broken. Jonathan was sustained by just one thing, a grim determination. Revenge became an obsession. The unserved term became a year, then half a year. A month. A week. A day. A 
suit looks first rate, Jonathan. Get this over with, Warden. I know what's on your mind, but killing Tom Beasley won't help. I've had lots of time to think about it, Warden. I've decided not to kill Tom Beasley. Good. That's too easy. What? Too easy for him. If I kill him, he won't suffer. And he's got to suffer. He's got to sweat it out for 15 years like I've done. He framed me, Warden. He and Purvis and Holgate. <laughs> I bet those three will begin to worry when they hear that Jonathan Collins is out of jail. Here the newspaper will get. Jonathan Collins is out of jail. And Paisley. I don't like it. How about you, Purvis? From now on, I propose to carry your gun. How long has Collins been out? A week. A week? You should have told us before this. The paper just came. I just read about it. As soon as I saw it, I called you and Holgate to my office to pass the word. He, he might be in town right now. That's right. He, he could have come in on the same stage that brought the newspaper. But I didn't. Wait, yeah? Justin. I bought a horse and a gun. Now, wait. Horses right outside. Put that gun down, Jonathan. Don't be a fool. Don't worry, Beasley. I'm not going to shoot you. I have other plans for you. Besides, I want to ask you a lot of questions. I'll see you again. But as for Purvis and Holgate... Jonathan, listen to me a minute. Let me tell you, Purvis, this... Wait! No! no! Holgate! Just wait, Beasley. You see what I have for you. Bills, fresher in the printer. Spread them all over the county. All right, Sheriff. I want Jonathan Collins dead or alive. Oh, Silver Horn. Oh, Silver Horn. Look at that handbill. Jonathan Collins is wanted for murder. Ah, and plenty big reward. Kill Ben Purvis and Edward Holgate. They got here sooner than I expected. They seem to have lost no time. Ah, we too late. Purvis and Holgate. I wonder what he'll do to Beasley. Don't you worry, Mr. Beasley. I've got ten men out hunting for Collins. I'm glad to hear that, Sheriff. If he's still in this county, we'll find him. Well, here's my home. Will you come in? No, thanks. I've got to get back to my office. I'll let you know as soon as we get Collins. Please do. Goodbye. Goodbye. Home at last. I've been waiting, please. This gun's just for protection. I'm not here to shoot. I just want to have a talk. With my old friend. We were friends, weren't we, Beasley? Yes. Yes, of course we were, Jonathan. And I want you to know that... You have posted a reward for my capture, alive or dead. (laughs) My good friend. Now, wait a minute, Jonathan. Shut up. What became of my wife after I went to jail? Jonathan, that's... She could have given me an alibi when I was on trial. Why wasn't she there? Did you tell her that I'd been arrested? Yes, yes. She tried to get to the trial. You weren't there either, Beasley. You could have proved that I didn't steal any money. Why weren't you there? 
Friend? Where is Martha? Jonathan, let me explain. Martha is dead. Dead? I guess I must have suspected that. I, I don't feel surprised. What about my son? I had a son. Just past two when I... I went to jail. Where is he? Some kind people adopted him when Martha died. I see. He was a fine-looking lad. He sure was, Jonathan. Now, wager he's growing into a fine young man. Now he How's is... your son, Beasley? He... He's all right. I wonder if your son will realize that you're to blame for all that's going to happen to him. In the name of mercy, Jonathan, don't do anything to that boy. Here he works in the bank. He could have had a fine future. Good job, nice home here. Might have married a fine girl. It's too bad, Beasley. I'm sure sorry for that. If you think I'm to blame for what happened to you, shoot me, Jonathan. Go ahead, shoot me. But don't harm the boy. Shoot you? Oh, no. I want you to stay alive. I want you to sweat through a trial and see your boy convicted like I was. See him go to jail when you know he's innocent like I was. Think of him breaking rocks till his back's nearly bent double and his hands are like, like these. No. no, no. Or maybe see him march up 13 steps to a hangman's room. No, Jonathan. I came here to tell you that, Beasley. Now I'll be going. I'll get out before your son comes in. Beasley went to his room early that evening, but he didn't go to bed. He paced the floor, head bowed, thinking, wondering, trying to reach decision. Then his decision was made. He took a gun from his pocket, made sure it was loaded... Then put it back. He took a heavy book from a table and opened the door. But, Dad, I thought you'd go to bed early. Said you didn't feel well. Jack, I would have talked to you. Why, oh, yeah. Sure thing. Oh, that's the old Bible. I'll put it on this table. What's the trouble? Jack... Have you ever known me to lie to you? Why, no, of course not. If someone said that I'd had done wrong and I denied it, would you believe me? Why, sure thing. I'd believe you against everyone else. I'm glad to hear that. Now, listen, son. You may hear things about me. Things that might make you think I hadn't been... Well, hadn't been the right sort of man. Why, if anyone says anything like that, I'll smash his face. Oh, no, don't do that. Just remember what I'm doing right now. What? I'm putting my hand on this Bible. I'm swearing that never in all my life have I given false witness, betrayed a friend... or been guilty of robbery of any kind. But, Dad... I swear it. In the name of God. But why? Why are you doing this? Because I want you to know the truth. Now sit down. I, 
I'm going out. Going out? But where? Why? Now, wait, Dad. I'm going with you. Stay where you are. That's an order. Yes, sir. No, no. That's not the way. Let me alone. Let me be. So you can shoot yourself? Not with this gun. Dad, what's going on? That shot at Masked man. The gun went off accidentally, Jack. There'll be no more shooting. But you... Dad, what's going on? I... I'm not sure. This... This masked man... Listen to me, Beasley. I know all about Jonathan Collins. You do? The murderer? I heard of him through the prison warden. I want to know more about him. You're the one I came to for information. You're going to my camp. We'll talk there. Don't go, Dad. The choice isn't his, Jack. You better go back in the house and wait there. Jack sat alone in the large house, wondering at the strange actions of his father and wondering about the masked man. He heard footsteps on the boardwalk in front of the house, then steps on the porch. Then a rap on the door. Waiting for him outside were Mr. Jepson, the owner of the bank where Jack was employed. With Jepson was the sheriff. We'll step inside. Come on, Jepson. Is there something wrong with the bank? There certainly is. Is your father home? Uh, No, Mr. Jepson, but I expect him back pretty soon. Have you been at the bank this evening? No, sir. I've been here at home all evening. Can you prove that? Dad was here. Were you in his sight all evening? Well, no. He went to his room right after supper. He stayed there for over two hours. During which you might have slipped out the back way without being seen by anyone. I could have, but I didn't. Is this your knife? Oh, yeah. Where'd you get it? How about this saddlebag? This yours? Yes. Well, what are you doing with it? In the barn. Your horse was sweating, your saddle was warm, and this bag had this here stain, still moist. We followed the tracks of your horse right straight from the bank. We could see him across the field where the dude followed. It's a pretty sharp case against you, Jack. You'll have to come with me. I don't know what you're talking about, Sheriff. There was a robbery and murder at the bank. The cash was in your saddlebag. The guard was killed. Killed? You're under arrest for robbery and murder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. The Lone Ranger had been talking to Beasley for some time when Tonto came into camp with the news that Jack had been arrested for robbery and murder. Beasley listened to the details, then leaped to his feet. It's a work of colors. It's just what he said to do. Steady, Beasley. There are plenty of evidence against Jack. He's all framed. Jack was at home all evening. Can you prove it? Well, uh, for two hours, I was in my room. Jack's knife found by Sheriff. I told you Collins was in my house. He could have stolen it. He did steal it. I... Wait. I'll spoil Jonathan's game. I'll fool him. Oh. I might have used the knife. I might have ridden Jack's horse. I might have slipped out of the house through the bedroom window. I'll confess to the robbery murder. That won't do. Why won't it? I'd do more than that to protect Jack against that bad man. You did that? The real murderer would go unpunished. No, he won't. The law will find Collins and hang him for two other murders. He'll pay. Just a minute, Beasley. Tonto, how did the sheriff follow the tracks of the horse? Uh-huh. Horse go over field from bank to back a house. Yes. Have you do on grass. Moon, plenty bright. Tracks, easy to follow. If Collins left the horse in Beasley's stable... He must have gone from the stable to his hiding place. That's right. That's the trail that must be followed. You think there's a chance that you could find the hideout of Collins? You can try, Beasley. Well, that would... No. No, that wouldn't solve anything. It wouldn't help. Why not? Collins will never let anyone capture him alive. He'd die resisting capture. That wouldn't change the situation as far as Jack's concerned. We'll see. Are you ready, Tonto? Be ready. Beasley, you might go to the jail and see Jack. Jail. Poor lad. Let him know that you're all right, that you believe in him. I'll tell him. Tonto and the Lone Ranger picked up Jonathan Collins' tracks at the Beasley stable. They followed the trail by moonlight, reading signs that would have been invisible to other men. They entered a woods where dense growth cut off most of the moonlight. And then their task was harder. Their progress was slow, but they kept on. Jonathan Collins heard the soft hoofbeats on a carpet of leafy mold. He tensed and waited. They may get me, but that won't save the kid. I'll fight to the finish and then die content. Knowing that Beasley will pay for years to come. Stop where you are! We want you, Collins. Stop or I'll open fire! You can't hit what you can't see. No! You don't even come close. You want me? Come and get me. We'll get you. I saw your gun flash. Missed both times. How's this? You can't win, Collins. I'll show you. He got him. You he got him. Good work, Tonto. That's enough. Are you spotting any longer? I threw my arm. That's it. Take his gun, Tonto. Uh, here's another gun. I'll see if he has any more weapons. Your mask. Yes, that's right. Here's a knife. Big one, too. Anything else, Collins? No. You're smart. I should have suspected that you were keeping me busy while this, this Indian circled to sneak up on me. Yes. You should have. Well, go on, kill me. Take me in dead. The reward is just as big. I'm not going to kill you, Jonathan. The law will do that. And I'm sorry. Sit down. For what? 
I want to talk to you. I've nothing to say. Perhaps not, but I have. I have a lot to say, and I have a lot to do. Later the same night, when two figures moved toward the door of the jail where a man sat on guard. One of these, an Indian, crept up silently and grabbed the man. The guard was helpless in Tonto's powerful grip. He thrashed and squirmed and tried to shout, but Tonto held him firmly while the masked man found the keys. I have them. Hang on to him, Tonto. Won't take me long. A matter of seconds, the Lone Ranger was inside the jail, and a moment later, he was out with Jack Beasley. You ride with me on Silver Jack. But if I escape, everybody will be dead. Sure, I'll rob the bank and kill the guard. It's out of your hands. You're doing as I say. Let the guard go, Tonto. I have his gun. This way, Jack. And... Help! Help, jailbreak! Sir, Pete, Sam, help! It's a jailbreak! Come fast! The jail! The killer's got away! He got out, I tell you. Beasley's got away. Two men want to risk him. They got him. They, they went that way. Get your horses. Get horses and guns and spread out. What's this about a jailbreak? Your son busted out. He's got to be found. He robbed my bank. I demand that you find he him. He did not rob your bank, Jefferson. He did. The evidence proves it. Now calm down. The law will do its best. I'll not rest until I see that murderous young killer hang. search went on all night, but without success. Jack and those who took him from jail seemed to have vanished into thin air. The sheriff was tired when he sat at his desk the following morning. Without sleep or rest, he was in no mood for visitors. He frowned heavily when Beasley came in. Beasley, there's no use you trying to convince me that Jack's innocent. That's not why I'm here, Sheriff. I came to bring you this note. Note? I found it beneath the door this morning. It's from Jack. Why, that... How'd he get back into town with all the men I had hunting for him? I don't know. But here's a note. Let me see it. He claims he's neither thief nor killer. Uh, you can see what he says. Says he aims to prove he's innocent by bringing in the real crook. Yes. And he means Jonathan Collins. That'll take a lot of proof, Beasley. I'm sure Collins is the one, Sheriff. He threatened me. He told me he's doing something like this. How can Jack locate that killer when all the special deputies haven't been able to find a trace of him? I don't know, Sheriff. But I'm hoping. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Beasley. If Jack does come on to Collins' hideout, the law will be cheated of a hanging victim. Collins will shoot on sight and shoot to kill. Something going on out there. Yeah, crowd approaching. Coming here. <laughs> I've been expecting a protest meeting because we haven't found Collins and because a man escaped from jail. Please, sir. Come on here, quick. Please, we'll go. Here, I'll go with you. Hey, Beasley. Look. It's Jack. My boy. Look here, Sheriff. He's got Jonathan Collins with him. Here's your man, Sheriff. Great day in the morning. How'd you do it? I've got guns on both Collins and Beasley. You needn't hold a gun on Jack. He's a prisoner till we're satisfied he didn't rob the bank. Sheriff, tell your deputy you don't want me. I brought Jonathan Collins to you. Yes, but how? He's ready to confess to everything. You mean last night's job? Yeah. There's the escape prisoner, Sheriff. There's Jack Beasley. Calm down, Jepson. I got eyes. Jack's brought in Killer Collins. He's the one who robbed your bank, Mr. Jepson. He is? You sure of that? I'm the one, all right, Jepson. There, you hear that? Get inside my office. Go on, Jack. You and Collins, and you too, Beasley. Yes. You may as well come in, Jepson. The rest of these folks will have to break up. Go on, boys. Break it up. Nothing more to see. Close that door behind you, Jepson. Very well. 
ready to confess to everything, Sheriff. Anything further you want? Well, I... Collins, uh, why'd you try to frame me for that job? Uh, maybe I was just... loco. Uh, Jack, uh, forgive me for suspecting you. I, I guess I was too hasty. But you must admit the evidence looked bad for you. Well, do I get my job back? Your job? <laughs> yes, indeed. Of course you do. I guess you're all set, Jack. But uh, what about the ones that broke you out of jail? Well, well, you can just call them my friends, Sheriff. No, I could do with friends like that. Collins. Well? You've been a regular mad dog. How has it happened that Jack could capture you when all the lawmen failed? You've got me. Never mind how. All right. I'll settle for that. Lock him up, deputy, and be careful he don't make a break to escape between here and the jail. If he does, shoot him. And shoot to kill. I sure will. Come on, Jonathan. On your way. Not too fast, Collins. I'm watching you. He did tell the truth. Jack's the image of his mother. Same eyes, same mouth. What was it that masked man said? There was an Indian attack, Collins. Alpine lives on the way to your trial with your wife and his own son. Your wife was killed. So was Beasley's three-year-old boy. Beasley was seriously wounded. Try to escape and I'll shoot you like I would a mad dog. He'd shoot me. <laughs> it was too late to help you. He tried to get you a new trial, but without success. The men who framed you were Purvis and Holgate. You've killed them. And for that, I've got to hang. Beasley adopted your son. Raised him as his own. I'm watching you, Collins. The boy doesn't know that you're his father. Uh, it's better that way. Yes, this is the better way. I'll soon hang. Then maybe... Maybe I'll be with Martha. Maybe I can tell her that... That Jack's a fine man. He... He's all right. Not so fast, Collins. Slow down. There's a trial. A lot might come out. Why should there be a trial? Slow down, I said. Yeah, why should there be a trial? Man, better challenge you slow down. There's no need for a trial. Shoot him if he makes a break. Slow down. No need for a trial. Hold it fire. Sheriff, when I got to him, he was most dead. He just looked up and, and smiled like he was happy. And he spoke real soft. What did he say? <laughs> I thought he was talking to me. So I, I asked him to sing it again. But I, I guess he wasn't talking to me at all. He said, Martha... I want to tell you all about our boy and the Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening. (laughs) 